接下来我们以读经敬拜，我们一起来读《哥林多后书》第一章十二节到二十四节。Following is is our scripture reading time.、Uh, we're going to read Second Corinthians、uh, chapter one verses twelve to twenty-four. I will read in Chinese, and please follow me either in English or Chinese at home. 我用中文来宣读今天的经文。请大家在家里中可以用中文或英文来跟我一起来念。第一章第十二节，我们所夸的是自己的良心，见证我们凭着神的圣洁和诚实，在世为人，不靠人的聪明，乃靠神的恩惠，像你们更是这样。我们现在写给你们的话，并不外乎你们所念的。所认识的，我也盼望你们到底还是要认识，正如你们已经有几分认识我们，比我们夸口，好像我们在我们主耶稣的日子比你们夸口一样。我既然这样深信，就早有意到你们那里去，叫你们再得益处，也要从你们那里经过，往马其顿去。再从马其顿回到你们那里，叫你们给我送行往犹太去。我有此意，岂是反复颇定吗？我所起的意，岂是从情欲起的，叫我忽视忽非吗？我举着信实的神说，我们向你们所传的道，并没有是而又非的，因为我和希拉并提摩太。在你们中间所传神的儿子耶稣基督，总没有是而又非的，在他只有一世。神的应许不论有多少，在基督都是是的，所以借着他也都是实在的，叫神因我们得荣耀。在那在基督里坚固我们和你们，并且高我们的就是神，他又用印印了我们。并赐圣灵在我们心里做凭据。我呼吁神给我的心做见证。我没有往哥林多去，是为要宽容你们。我们并不是辖管你们的信心，而是帮助你们的快乐，因为你们凭信才站立得住。我们向下面的时间交给 McKinney 牧师。Well, good morning, everyone. 弟兄姐妹，早上好。So,、um, the the title of the sermon is "One Thousand Times Yes." 今天讲到内容是一千次是。Next slide. 下一页。But but I have recently heard more than two hundred times I do. 但我最近已听到了大概两百次的我愿意。During this pandemic, I have almost done 100 weddings just since March. 在这个大流行病情况下，自从三月以来，我已经做了大概一百场的婚礼。And I promised after I did my hundredth wedding, I would jump in the lake. 我我也答应他们说，当我做到第一百次，我就要跳到湖里去。There have been many newspaper articles about these weddings. 有很多呃报道就报道了这样我举我举办的婚礼。
I did a wedding on Friday. I had five weddings on Friday. And and one of them, I got in there at 11:25. Everybody was all ready. And it was the first one, so I was ready to go. And they said, no, we have to wait to 11.31. And it made no sense to me at all. But I said, okay, we'll wait to 11.31. Next slide. I became famous for a wedding where the minister didn't show up. And I, I rushed there and I was able and I, I started the wedding. They'd been waiting over an hour. And just as I was about to do the vows, I heard this whispering that the minister had showed up. And I called him up and I said, I want you to do this. Now I knew how mad the bride's mother was at her pastor. And I thought this is the best way I can make it a little bit better for him. And I also did it because it is one of my greatest fears. That I'm going to agree to do a wedding and I'm going to, I'm going to, Mess up the date and not show up. That almost happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I was I was driving with Bethany. She was um she has um an election the election on Tuesday. And my phone pinged. It was that, you know, that sound when you have a an appointment. And I just looked down at my phone and it said wedding in 40 minutes. And I thought, I don't have a wedding today. And then I thought, oh yeah, I do have a wedding today. But I wasn't nearby and I didn't have any clothes for the wedding. So Bethany rushed home and I rushed and got my robe and everything. And I got to the wedding and I had almost everything I needed. Except I didn't have any socks. 
So I, so I wore my dress pants without any socks, and I walked, like, really small steps. So, like, when I walked, nobody could tell I didn't have any socks on. I wanted to be there for that wedding, but I almost forgot. You know, sometimes we make mistakes. You know, these weddings, they're almost always happy. And I asked the couples, how did you meet? And this one guy said, well, I first met her when we were in grade school. And then in high school. And she was never really interested in me. And then she got married to somebody else. And then they got divorced. And I ran into her and I was like, hey, hey, hey. I was like, hey, hey, hey. And she was like, no, no, no. That's no, no, no. (laughs) Eventually, she changed her mind about him. But one couple, they forgot their wedding license. And they were out in the hallway, and he was yelling at his bride. It was just a misunderstanding. It was just a mistake. And he was so mean to her that I told him, I said, I'm not going to do your wedding. If you treat her like this, I will not do your wedding. And I didn't. They didn't know that, of course, I'd be willing to go over to their house and do the wedding at their house just so I had the wedding license. It was no big deal. The groom should be good to his bride. In every relationship, there are misunderstandings. How we deal with them tells the quality of our relationship. If someone is late or plans change, do you assume someone is disrespecting you? Do you think that they're lying to you? Do you think they're mad at you? Not normally. I mean, 
how do we react when things change or things happen? What's our first feeling about it? And in today's message from Second Corinthians, there's a great example of this. Next slide. So the issue was Paul's change of plans. And he had told the Corinthians, I'm going to visit you when I go out to Greece and when I come back from Greece. You're on the way both times. But Paul changed his plan not to visit them on the way back. Now we learn later that it was Paul's plan to write this book of this letter of Second Corinthians. And he had good reasons not to stop to see them and that this letter would be a better way to do it. But it's absolutely true. Paul told them, I'm going to stop on the way out, I'm going to stop on the way back, but then changed his plans. Next slide. But the people there had all kinds of crazy ideas about why he wasn't coming back. They said things like Paul doesn't care about us. He's not he's 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 afraid to come. Why did they have so many suspicions about Paul? Maybe it was their experience with other leaders. If your experience is that other people take advantage of you and you can't trust them, then you will look at people that way. All of my family came from the South, Alabama area. And they said whenever the pastor would come over for Sunday dinner, he would always take the biggest piece of fried chicken from the platter. Their feeling was the pastor was taking advantage of the church. And some pastors, some leaders have done that. And it's wrong. Sometimes I think it's almost like a dog who gets hit every day. When somebody walks up to them, they're mean to the dog. Next slide. 
so the, here's a, if we know from other parts in Corinthians, this is what the people were saying about Paul. And because he worked for himself and didn't take pay from them, they even said he's not really even an apostle. Next slide. But this is sometimes what it's like when it's hard to trust people. If you have experiences where someone is um, has done wrong to you, it becomes difficult to trust someone else. So let's say that that um that that dog then goes to live in another house. And it's a good family, and they just want to reach out and pet the dog. And the dog shrinks back. Until the dog learns that he can trust the, the, the new family. I mean, is it really fair to the new owner? I don't think so, but but we understand it. Next slide. So Paul says, you know, I'm not like that. Like he says in verse 17, when I planned this, did I do it lightly? I mean, do I do I make plans to say yes, yes, no, no? I just change my mind all the time. But he says no. Just like just like God is faithful, we're we're faithful too. We try and keep our word. He's saying I'm I'm not like those people you couldn't trust. And then he's going to go on to defend his ministry with them. Now, I think this is really important message for us right now. Because we're right now in a position of hiring a new pastor. It's harder to get to know him during a pandemic. Next slide. But I want to say good morning and congratulations to Pastor Han and his family. He was recommended by the search committee and approved by the church last week.
And like many of you, at some point, you know, we are immigration issues with Pastor Han, and we haven't touched you. Program in Philadelphia or on pastoral ministry. Can you say that again? I have. I can't hear you. Could you hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I can hear you now. Oh, sure. Yeah, no problem. Right now, he is uh, continuing his PhD program on pastoral ministry. So, um, but 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 the question is, even from this message today, how will we greet him? It's not fair to be suspicious. And I think love always means giving someone a chance. And just like in all those marriages I did, we each said I do to this relationship with God in the church. So let's be good to each other. So this sermon is for you and for me and for Pastor Han. What I like about him is all the brothers in Philadelphia said that he is a hard worker. And that he loves our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's look at what Paul said about all this. Um, so Paul said that not only the problem was that the people were suspicious, but he said other leaders were talking against him. Paul even said there was a campaign against him. Yep, next slide. Speaking of campaigns, I guess the question is, do you believe everything you hear about each of these two men that is on TV and radio and social media? I will be so happy when Tuesday is over. But I don't trust everything that gets said in a campaign. But this competition among leaders is true also sometimes in the church. Next slide. I mean, Paul, Paul said, 
you know, one of you says, I follow Paul. Another says, I follow Apollos. Um, Yeah, I follow Cephas, still another, I follow Christ. He's saying, you're all talking about these different leaders. But but he says, you know, was was Paul crucified for you? Did that happen? Later he says, you know, one of you says, I follow Paul. Another says, I follow Apollos. He says, you're just acting like mere humans rather than redeemed people of God. And then Paul says, you know, um, in this passage we're looking at, he says, um, this is the way I want you to look at me and the way I want us to work together. So Paul says, look, this is, this, our conscience testifies. Look at all the legal terms in this, in this verse. You know, I'm testifying, especially in my relations with you, that we have always acted with holiness and sincerity from God. Paul says, you know, I'm I'm always trying to preach whatever is helpful to you. We're not doing this like from worldly wisdom, but we, we rely on God's grace. Um, there's a great parallel passage in um, Acts chapter 20, when Paul is saying goodbye to the to the church in Ephesus. And, and he warns them, he said, you know, people, some of those teachers, they'll distort the truth to try and gain followers, and that's not right. In my translation, it says, I've always acted with integrity toward you. And integrity is always an English word, I think of money. I mean, in the other passage, Paul said, I have never gone after your silver or your gold. I didn't care about that. And for Pastor Han, and for me, and for any good, trustworthy leader, you must always be able to trust that your money is your money. And 
and that I'm not here to take the biggest piece of fried chicken. Paul said we have lived with among you with integrity and godly sincerity. That's the way we treat you. Next next slide. Look, we're not we're not verse 13, we're not gonna write anything you can't read or understand. We want to be clear. You know, when I was first a lawyer, you know, they, they used to talk about how some lawyers would write in a way that nobody could understand. And that somehow that was good. Because that would separate the lawyers from the common people. And fortunately that has all gone away. All kinds of legal writing now, good legal writing, is something that everyone can understand. And there are sometimes pastors who will only talk or show off in Greek or Hebrew rather than using language that everybody can understand. The goal for Paul and for me and for Pastor Han should always be that you can always understand us. And then it goes on to say in verse 14, not only that you understand us, but that you can trust us. Paul says in 14, you have understood us in part. We hope you come to fully understand our motives. Next slide. And as we teach, we must always rely on the authority of God's word, the Bible. We must always try to teach it and live by it, the gospel revealed by God in the Bible. And we should never trust someone who makes up their own version of the Bible. Don't trust someone who preaches something other than the gospel. And to me, the most important part of this chapter comes next. Next slide. Where it says, it was the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who is preached among you by me and Silas and Timothy was not yes or no, but in him it's always yes. Next slide. 
，在你们中间所传神的儿子耶稣基督，总没有是而又非的，在他只有一世。Notice it was Jesus Christ who was preached by Paul and Silas and Timothy and me and Pastor Han and Dr. Litchie and anyone we ask to this church. We want them to preach Jesus Christ and Him crucified and resurrected for our salvation. 你知道，无论是从圣经中这保罗、希拉和提摩太，还是我们教会中的每一个讲道牧师，我们都要求他们要遵循圣经来讲道。It's my hope that you turn your eyes upon Jesus, looking full in His wonderful face. 所以我希望你们可以定睛耶稣来看他美好的图容。And if I ever say anything that disagrees with the Word of God or do anything, I want you to disregard it. And stay focused on Christ. If I did something that was contrary to the Word of God, I would hope that you would stand fast. And a healthy pastor always wants to turn you to Christ to keep you focused on Him. 一个健康牧师他永远都是希望可以帮助你来定睛于耶稣。And to never do anything except turn you to Christ. 他们不会做任何的事，除了把你来指向耶稣。And so through Him it says. The amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So, if all of this is true, we say yes a thousand times yes. And we consider the great promises of God. Next slide. Throughout Scripture, God has made promises, and they are fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Next slide. We spent months looking at how everything was set up so that Jesus Christ became the answer, the way for us to heaven. Next slide. And Paul emphasizes it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. Paul 也在这里面强调是神让我们在你我在基督里面坚固。No human leader can do that. 没有任何一个人类的啊人性人人性的这样的一个领袖可以这样做。And look at all the legal sense of ownership. He anointed us. He set his seal of ownership on us. Puts his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what's to come. He puts his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what's to come. And what is to come is a wedding celebration. 
We are engaged. We are the bride of Christ. Next slide. Yeah. We are there's coming a day, a wedding feast in heaven. When this age will be over and we will be joined with Christ forever. But right now in the church, we are working it out. We're being purified and grown up. And when we celebrate communion in a moment, remember, that's the celebration we have in heaven with Jesus Christ when everything is made right. Next slide. There it is, Paul says. I plan to visit you on my way to Macedonia and come back to you from Macedonia. That's what I plan. But I changed my plan, not because we lord it over you for your faith. But we work with you for your joy. Pastor Han, that's what a good pastor does. That God does the work, but we work together for people's joy, for your growth, for the members of our church. So it seems a whole lot more like this. Next slide. We are co-workers. We are teammates. And we each have different roles to play. And the pastor is like that player coach, a player but who's also helps with leader. But our joy is working with you for your joy, and that is growing in your faith in Jesus Christ. So let's learn to trust again. Let's remember that love from 1 Corinthians, maybe it was at your wedding. That in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it says, love always trusts. Love always perseveres. Love always protects. Love always hopes. And that we should always offer love to people until they prove to us that we can't trust them. I want to close with um, showing you how we can do the action of the week. The action of the week is 
taking one of the promises of God and saying it is yes in Jesus Christ. So I want to pray this psalm back to you to close. Next slide. I want to pray it back saying every promise is yes in Jesus Christ. I want to pray it back picturing that this is the prayer of the bride to the groom, to our Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm going to pray. Will you join me, please? We praise you, Lord. We praise you. Oh, our souls praise you. Lord Jesus, we will praise you all of our life. God, we will sing your praises as long as we live. We will not trust in princes, in mortal men who cannot save. We will keep our focus on you. Because human people, when their spirit departs, they return to the ground. Their plans come to nothing. You have blessed us because our help is the God of Jacob. Our hope is in the Lord God. Jesus, you are the maker of heaven and earth. The sea and everything in it. You are the Lord who remains faithful forever. And as the bride who loves you, Lord Jesus, we say you uphold the cause of the oppressed and give food to the hungry. Lord Jesus, you set prisoners free. And you give sight to the blind. Jesus, you lift up those who are bowed down. And you love the righteous. Jesus, you watch over the foreigner and the alien. You sustain and care for the fatherless and the widow. You frustrate the ways of the wicked. You reign forever. 
Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Amen.